0: Welcome to TFFP, the fun podcast. And there, TFFP. Well, this is not going to be my voice. Well, I mean, this is my voice, but what you're going to hear next is not my voice, because I would like to welcome, or at least for this podcast, Thomas Leonard. I think I actually mispronounced your last name, but please, please, please let me know. He is going to be doing a guest podcast on a Prepar or Prepare 3D. Now, it's actually spelled P-R-E-P-A-R, but I believe it is pronounced Prepare because I have heard some of the professional simmers out there and manufacturers out there pronounce it as Prepare. So, without further ado, here is a glance at Prepare 3D up to loading a plane, and using JAWS to complete the process.
1: Hello everybody. Um, My name is Thomas Leonard and today I'm going to be doing a tutorial of how to navigate the wonderful working Prepar3D 4.3. So basically to go ahead and give you specs on what sort of system I'm using, I'm using a Windows 7, um, Windows 7 machine, Windows 7 64-bit machine, Professional Edition. Um, I'm using a computer that has 16 gigabytes of RAM, terabyte HDD hard drive, and an Intel i5 processor with NVDA Um Sorry about that, my Alexa device was sort of getting in the way. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, um, So what I'm basically going to be doing today is I'm going to be working through some of the menu items, um, some of you know, basically just how to navigate. Just how to navigate the thing, how to, you know, what to expect when you click on certain menu items, so on and so forth. So Without further ado, let's go ahead and get started. So now I am here on the main scenario startup window. This is basically what you have as far as Prepar3D. Unlike Microsoft Flight Simulator X, you don't have a complex menu system. You have simply what is called a scenario startup window, and unlike Microsoft Flight Simulator X that are 2004, you know, they call flights and so on and so forth. These flights in Prepar 3D are what you call scenarios and that basically means, well, it means pretty much the same as Flight Simulator X does. Um, The only difference is Prepar took took to naming them something a little different. So now then we are here and the first menu item that we come across is change vehicle. Focus selected vehicle. change vehicle. Now, this is the equivalent to Microsoft Flight Simulator X's first Change Button, where you click on it and you, you can select various different types of aircraft. So why don't we explore it a little bit? So I'll go ahead and click on it. Sub-menu window. There's a submenu window dialog, and it will... I think in order to do this, let me see, I think you can press, if you're using NVDA with Windows 7, which I would recommend NVDA with this flight simulator, it's extremely accessible and you're not really going to get so far as you, you know, so far in JAWS as you would with NVDA on this particular sort of, on this particular sort of app. Um, now you can use JAWS and there is a workaround in, you know, now there are workarounds in using JAWS, but NVDA so far on the scenario startup window, pretty much on any other thing as far as Prepar 3D and this, you know, is going to be your best bet. Now, um, in the Prepar 3D, in, in the Prepar 3D flight, you will need, if you don't use Windows 10, y- if you are a JAWS user, that's when JAWS is most likely going to come in handy for you because JAWS, the later versions of JAWS, have OCR. And so, um, when you do go into the menus, you know, you know, you press your Alt key like you would any other thing, but um, when you do go into the 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 menu bar in the flight of prepar 3d not in the scenario startup in the flight of prepar 3d um, you will need OCR in that regard so any of you um, BVI pilots that have been on the you know that are on the mailing list that have seen it you know some of the other BVI pilots have said um, what they've said is true you will need OCR and you will need to mem- to memorize, um, where the menu items, you know, basically how to get to the scenario, to the scenario menu item, to the scenario tree view, to the um, worlds tree view, to the add-ons, help, etc, etc, etc. So, but I'll go ahead and review that with you a little bit later. But for now, we're in the change vehicle dialogue. So let's go ahead and explore it. <music> Right now, we are on. Sub-menu focus. Um, it will say submenu dialog until you press tab and something like that. You won't really know what's there until you press tab and shift tab, which is okay. Um, if that's, you know, because it's really the only way you're going to find out what's there. Now, with NVDA, I prefer to use object navigation, and that's pretty easy to do if you know what a tree view is like. So, like I if you have it in laptop mode, you can press caps lock and that's my vehicle. I just press cap press caps lock in numpad four. I'm not entirely sure what the laptop equivalent of it is, but for desktops that have numpad um, that have numpad capabilities, you can press numpad four, numpad six to browse through the objects, press numpad two numpad eight to go into the object inside of an object or, you know, or to the sponsoring object, as I call it, outside of the object that you're navigating. So, for example, I go in here. No objects inside. There's no objects inside. So, let's let's just navigate. Select vehicle. Select vehicle. Preview window. Preview window. No
2: previous. No previous. No next.
1: And sometimes when you do go in there, you do have to kind of press tab
2: Preview
1: to... Refocus your screen now. Data your data. Your, your, this is a data grid, and this is a this is a data grid with all of your vehicles that you have installed into your Prepar3D. Now, if you don't have any installed, you know you're most likely when you begin a flight you are going to start with the F-22 Raptor in the Eglin Air Force Base. If you have the you know professional edition, if you don't have it, I'm not entirely sure what I'm not entirely sure what else it would start out with I'm, you know but um, anyway, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure nobody has a professional edition. Uh, but anyway, without further ado, um, let's go ahead and browse the rest of this list. This is a favorites checkbox. Which you probably won't need anything like that. Control. And this is the ATC dialogue. You can press what I usually like to do is to go out of or actually let's let's navigate with In- NVIDIA object review which is caps lock plus numpad four, numpad six for people that have a
2: numpad.
1: This is all with the ATC within the ATC subcategory. Now, you remember what I told you in going outside of objects? Um, you press NVDA plus numpad I believe it, yep, it's NVDA plus numpad 8. Control grouping. And you go outside of that and you're in the air, air traffic control grouping. Now to navigate all of this, you press numpad four, and numpad six.
2: Description grouping. Preview window. No, next.
1: Oh there's the dreaded preview window. Apparently that will do that. that number. So you just press Tab. go press in uh, caps lock or NVIDIA key plus numpad eight, and you go back up to ATC grouping. That's the thing you start out with. Now if you want to access the description, description you just press description grouping.
2: Air traffic description grouping
1: then you just press NVDA plus NUMPAD 4, NUMPAD 6. Actually, from the ATC grouping, it's NUMPAD 4 with the NVDA key press. Now, to go into this grouping, you press NVDA NUMPAD 2 and you get to the description. And then you can press NVDA
2: plus numpad six to read it and
1: also what's cool about it is is if you use NVDA with prepar 3d which I really really recommend. Um, you can also press NVDA plus 5, Air which will read you the current object again. You press it two times. Space, space, space,
2: space.
1: It spells everything out, but if you press it three times.
2: Air
1: and it copies it to the clipboard. And let's say you want to tweak something in FSX Pilot, if you have FSX Pilot, which in my case I would. Um, I would press, but I wouldn't do that in, in the description. So let's go ahead and go to something else that is very, very useful. Let's press NVDA plus numpad 8. Description eight. And now let's press NVDA plus numpad 6 two times Air performance to go to the performance grouping. And now let's press NVDA plus numpad 2 to go down into the grouping, and then you do the same thing as you would in the, in the description. Press in, in the description grouping, you just press NVDA
2: plus numpad 6. <laughs>
1: okay. so you get a lot of awesome information as far as performance goes <coughs> and so on and so forth. And th- that is extremely useful when you're trying to tweak aircrafts with FSX pilot. I have found that extremely useful And even if you just want to know for for you know you know just for your sake of you know just for the sake of your need to know if you just want another performance uh, details and so on and so forth. You go to that dialog just like I showed you, and you do what I you basically do what I just did. So to recap, before I exit out of the change video or the, the change vehicle dialog, you have your data where it says data grid, click to select a vehicle. You have all of your vehicles in there. The checkbox is only to favorite a vehicle. If you use that vehicle all the time, I don't really use that a lot. But then you have ATC grouping, but the only way you can access the description grouping and the performance grouping is to press NVDA plus numpad 8 to go out of ATC grouping where it says ATC grouping and press NVDA plus numpad 4 or NVDA plus numpad 6 to go to the performance or to the description. You know, when you go to the performance, of course, you've got to press NVDA plus numpad 6 twice. Or, or, or the description, I'm sorry. When you go to the description, you have to press NVDA plus NUMPAD 6 twice to go back to the performance. So that's basically how you navigate in the vehicle, in the change vehicle tree view, or the change vehicle uh, menu item. So with that said, we're, gonna, we're just going to press Escape. And to find out where we are, we just press Tab. Change
2: vehicle But change your selected vehicle.
1: And so now, having done that, um, you have other things like list the available weather themes. Weather. Listly, listly available weather themes. Um, unlike Microsoft Flight Simulator X, Prepar 3D does not have a dedicated online weather service that it would download from. Now, Microsoft Flight Simulator X had Jeppesen.com, which that, I'm not entirely sure, is up and running anymore. I I tried it. When I used Microsoft Flight Simulator X, but never really got so far with it. And so there are other weather add-ons you can use, like I use Active Sky, you um, know all that kind of stuff. Active Sky is a very cool weather add-on for anybody that doesn't have it. Um, and it and it integrates right into Prepar three d and it integrates in it as a weather th- as a weather theme. So to show you this Fair It's on Fair weather. So let's go, let's go to the first.
2: Cold building no clear skies.
1: Clear skies is the first one.
2: Clear next, 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 Building selected, active, clear, skies. Weather theme selected. Weather. Weather theme clear skies. Oh, let's see, all right, so we're on clear skies. Active,
1: active size. Weather. clear skies. And you press NVDA plus, uh, plus numpad
2: 8. available weather, weather theme
1: to clear all previous weather is cleared. So, you press NVDA plus numpad 8 and then NVDA plus numpad 6 to get to the weather description.
2: <laughs>
1: and then you do exactly the opposite. NVDA plus numpad 4, NVDA plus numpad 2 to go back into the grouping. That's how object navigation with NVDA works. So, let's, let's explore some of these weather themes here. <laughs> Sky weather theme. This is active sky weather theme, and to find out what to find the description of the theme, we basically do as we did before.
3: Alright,
1: so we found that out, so we do the reverse. Clear skies, which is the first one. That's sort of the first thing that NVIDIA object navi- navigation is going is basically gonna focus on the first thing that it comes across in the list. Always it will always do that for some odd reason. I think Sometimes, in some cases, it won't, but you got to kind of uh, fiddle with it. So, but if you press the up arrow and down arrow, it'll put you right back, or you can just press caps lock plus tab, of course, as you already know. So let's explore further. I'm just going to do exactly as I've done before, just with, you know, some repi- some repetition so you guys can kind of get used to it. Building storms. Building
2: storms. Oh,
1: apparently you can arrow down and still do the same thing without the repetition of going back. Okay. Fair weather. Fair weather. Fogged in. Nvidia numpad eight. Nvidia numpad six. Okay. Good deal.
2: Grey and rainy.
1: Stay out of the clouds. You'll be okay. All right. So it gives descriptions of each weather theme. Heavy snow.
2: Heavy snow.
1: Okay. So we know that. with in your position from the And of course if you wanted to copy it to clipboard, you just press it, I think. No, oh, apparently you can't do that with it.
2: Okay. Major thunderstorm. Major thunderstorm.
1: Again, this is trial and error with object navigation, and you know, as so long as you can work around the trial and error and stuff like that, you'll be okay. So Major
2: Thunderstorm. Stormy weather. Stormy weather. Okay,
1: very good. Winter Wonderland. Winter Wonderland, and then you just press. winter There you go, good deal. So, those are all of the weather themes. Now, I prefer to go with the Active Sky.
2: Active sky, weather theme. Clear active sky weather theme.
1: Which is this one, and I'll read you the description. <laughs> Active Sky dynamically created weather theme. So, in other words, when Active Sky is loaded, um, we're basically going to get real live, no-programmed weather. In other words, this is you know you're going to be flying in real live weather from anywhere you are in the world. And that's that's the beauty of it. So, if it, for anybody that doesn't have it, I recommend you get Active Sky. It's a wonderful little program. Um, and it does wonders for people that really want some realism in their flight simming. So weather
2: theme, theme. weather, theme. weather,
1: weather theme. themes, all right, so we're in some radio buttons. The first one's already checked. User-defined, user un- very much like FSX, Prepar does have a user-defined where you can actually define the type of weather you'll be flying in, but it's not going to be constant. So, like I said, for anybody, I recommend you get Active Sky for that one or go with the basic weather themes for, I think, for a constant type of weather, but it's not going to be dynamic, but anyway. (laughs) Okay, so change airport, this is extremely (coughs) explanatory, but let's go ahead and explore this further. So I just press space on that, and it says search for airport airport ID. So you can search for airports in three different ways. You can search for shows, search airport ID. Search, airport ID. search for airport ID Land. for the um for the ICAO airport ID. Airport name. Airport, name. By airport
2: city. Airport city. Combo box menu models.
1: And then you have um a few different combo boxes that filter by country, state, city and active runway or starting point. So this is where object navigation really comes in handy, and so to show you this, I'm going to show you how we how you can filter your search. So, right now, you're on that, so you can press NVDA plus numpad four. Country slash region is what it says.
2: No previous. No inside.
1: You can go with inside that object by pressing NVDA plus numpad 2, but you're not really going to find anything except an edit field. So you don't really want to do that in these sort of combo boxes. You just...
2: You What
1: you would do is you would focus on that combo box with your object navigation. Now to move the mouse to there, you just press NVDA plus... Um, let me, actually, let me see what that amounts to. N- Num lock on. Num lock
2: plus numpad, NumPad divide. Okay. So, Num lock off. NVDA plus
1: it would be NVDA plus numPad slash is what you would use to. is basically what you would use to put your mouse to the combo box. Menu and then you click on that. And when you click on that. Click on that you can go up and down in the arrow keys, like this, and, index. and when you go up and down in your arrow keys, you can always press NVDA plus Numpad 2 to go inside that object to see what it's focused on. Any. Any. At the moment is what that says. So for example, I press down arrow, menu menu index not selected. NVDA plus Numpad 2, Afghanistan. Afghanistan, so it basically shows you what's, what's basically there. Now if you want to get out of that, you just press... Menu menu you just press NVDA plus numpad until you see the combo box
2: again.
1: State slash province. Numpad slash. Oh, actually. Actually, to truly get out of that, you might want to press escape. My bad, I didn't entirely think about that. All right, so you just press escape and it brings you out of focus of that particular combo box. So then it's basically the same thing with any and every other combo box in here.
2: Combo box city. Okay. Combo. Selected airport. Combo box city. Combo. Selected airport name. airport Starting location. airport. I'm just using NVIDIA plus NUMPAD 4
3: NUMPAD
1: 6 to navigate through this. Selected airport, which is city. after the city... And then the combo box for the city. That's a selected airport, it basically tells you selected airport, airport name, airport name selected airport name. Which is Pensacola Regional Airport, which is where I usually start out when I do simple flights and stuff like that with FSX pilot. Starting location. Starting location in this
2: airport. Combo is and
1: it won't tell you this it won't tell you the location unless of course you select it. I believe. And you would have to go in there, you know, um, you can click on, you can move the mouse by numpad slash, active runway, and if you clicked on it like so, uh, numpad slash just for left mouse click, then you can navigate with NVIDIA's objects, navigation, numpad four, numpad six, or you can also navigate with the arrow keys. If you want to get out of that combo box, you just press escape, combo like, box to like, wait, like wait. we learned before. Okay, so that's basically what it is when you're searching for airports to start out with, and so on and so forth. And then you got various toggles to show various points of view, like um, showed hi- show hide airports, show hide VORs, NDBs, various different points of information that would relate to airports and stuff like that. And it's that was basically for people that had sight. We don't really need that particular sort of thing. So, to get out of this, there are two ways to do this. You can just press escape if you don't you haven't really selected anything you want. Um, and so it won't really change anything. Or if you want to, just press and hold NVDA plus numpad 6 button, until you hear no next cancel button, okay button, selection. until you get to cancel and OK button. So I haven't really selected anything new, so I'm just going to press escape to get out of this. Change vehicle. And then I press tap again and it says change vehicle. So
2: weather, change, airport, change, location, button, change, your location.
1: change location, that's pretty much like changing. The airport, the only difference is this time you don't change to a specific start, to a specific airport. You change latitude, longitude, all that kind of stuff, which I wouldn't recommend doing that unless, of course, you're you're an extremely advanced user of Prepar 3D. So, time and season, and and I used object navigation in VDA Numpad 6 to get to that. Which, if you press tab, it, it wouldn't give you that type of information. That's the reason why object navigation is extremely vital when you're working in prepar 3D. Change location. Change location. So let's let's try it with object navigation. See what's all throughout this particular sort of screen. Time and season. Time and season. That's what you got selected for your time and season. <laughs> season.
2: Which none of this is
1: irrelevant. None of this is truly relevant, so I'll tell you when things get relevant. That's just where you, you would type in your, your, your month, your day, your time, all that kind of stuff, and it will automatically select the season relative to what you typed. So. Season. Season, time of day, of year from the calendar above. so we already know that that's season, day, which you would select as far as whether it be daytime, dusk, dawn, night, etc. So hour, hour minute, minute second. second, and that gives us an outline of how these combo boxes are going to be. 15 or these edit boxes I should say at 15 Button. Button. Edit 59 59 Button. Edit 54 Button. And you have buttons and those buttons are sort of like little sliders when you press them they let them move the thing forward or backward as far as time as far as any kind of thing is concerned edit
2: 54 54 those are seconds
1: UTC time you can select between UTC Zulu or local time And again, this is just for extra customization. I usually keep it at local time. It's much easier to navigate that way anyway. Reset the system time. Reset the current time. Reset system time. Reset the system, to, uh, reset the system time. If you just want to, if you really, really want to be realistic, I'd recommend you press that button. Um, and that's, that's, that's the thing that resets it to system time, and so on and so forth. Load. Load and of course, here's your, these are pretty self-explanatory, um, save, save, load, load, save scenario, load save, 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 save. flight planner, flight planner, flight plan the flight planner, and that also brings me to, that also brings me to my next segment of the tutorial is navigating the flight plan, f- the flight plan screen. Now then.
2: Button zoom in, zero. zoom out,
1: Oh, I think I might have clicked on the wrong thing here. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, that that would be why. Okay, so there are two ways to get to the flight plan. You can just press shift F. Checkbox check this. Checkbox check. Now that is a good indicator as to you getting to the end where you have the cancel and OK buttons for flying. Now you want to press OK to begin fly now. Or if you're over the weather themes, I've actually found out when you're over the weather themes list box, you can just press enter and it will automatically load your flight for you. So let's go ahead and get to the flight plan and let's see what we find there.
2: And I'll also
1: go over the options dialog after I go over the flight plan. So, here we go. Submenu, window. Submenu so you've got to press kind of you
2: got to press tab.
1: Okay, so one th- one difference, one major major difference you're going to find in prepar that's a little different than pre- than Microsoft Flight Simulator X. You don't see your destination When you press tab and shift tab, you're not going to see your destination. The only thing you're going to see is your departure select. You're not going to see your destination select, your um, flight rule select, your routing select, anything like that. You're not going to see any of that until you enter in the information that's needed. So, for example... You're not going to see the destination until you enter in a uh, until you uh, until you enter in a departure airport. The only thing you're going to see if you press tab altitude, is a cruising altitude and right now it doesn't have a specific cruising altitude because there's no destination departure airport selected, of course. Zoom in, zoom out. And of course you'll see your zoom in zoom out buttons as you normally would in selecting where to go and so on and so forth. It makes it easier for sighted people to see the screen mostly. Out, center, zoom. So um And now if you want to load a flight plan which will be wonderful for the sake of this demonstration You just go buttons, buttons, cruising altitude, departure location, grouping, select. press shift tab button, load, button, click until you get to load Press space on that Sub-menu window.
2: Yes button. No button. Yes button.
1: And I think it pops up with something, Let's let's, let's
2: see what it popped up with
1: would you like to discard these changes and load a different flight plan? Yes, we would. Yes, so, And I just used NVDA plus Numpad 4 to get to that. Like I said, object navigation is crucial when you're navigating Prepar3D with NVDA. Now, we have a flight plan. We have several flight plans that I've selected. I've been trying to make various flight plans to use multi-crew experience along with a few other type of aircraft you know basically as a test flight or as test flights to go from various from one place to the other and there are times that I also use um, I also use FSX Pilot whenever I want to fly something something simpler I use FSX Pilot whenever I fly you know, you know just just general aviation aircraft like your Mooney um, your Bonanza and stuff like that. I also use FSX Pilot for the fighter aircraft. You can also configure fighter aircraft to work with FSX Pilot. Um, and so, it is, like I said, it's crucial that you use object navigation. So, right now, if we want to know where we are, we can either press... I
2: have
1: NVDA plus numpad 5 or, 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 or NVDA plus um, Caps Lock plus Tab. Cap so to recap Caps Lock plus numpad 5 or Caps Lock plus Tab. And that will give you the same sort of information. So to navigate this we have the list view. Right now we're inside of the list view so we want to get out of that by pressing NVDA plus F or NVDA plus numpad 8. Like plan and Available we go. Let's go all the way to the beginning. Load flight plan.
2: Moogrias. No Available flight plans. Load flight plan.
1: Load flight plan. Okay.
2: Load flight plan. Oh. nvd L-O-A-D. load flight plan. Copy the clipboard. Load flight plan text.
1: No, that's not entirely what I wanted to do, but I figured I'd do that again to kind of show you guys what, what that will do. NVDA plus NubPad five. So that's. Load flight plan text. Load flight plan. Available flight plans. Available flight plans. List the flight plan to load. And there's a list to load. Select the records for flight plan. See
2: universe office documents part three DV four files. See universe office documents part three DV four five. And
1: of course you see this is pretty self-explanatory. Browse button. Browse flight plan summary. Flight plan summary. Title.
2: No flight plan select. Title. No flight plan Departure. Destination. Description. Cancel button. Can- no next. Description. No objects inside.
1: And then, of course, you have the you know everything concerning the flight plan. Depart- no. Flight plan summary. Flight plan summary. Title. Title. No flight plan
2: selected. Departure. Destination. Departure. Departure. Destination. destination. Description. Description. Cancel button. Cancel selection.
1: And that's really all you have there. So we're going to select for the sake of this demonstration. We're going to select the. We're going to select the flight plan from Hartsfield-Jackson-Atlanta International to Dallas-Fort Worth. So we're going to select that and we just press enter on
2: that.
1: Navlog, and that's also another good indication that you're almost close to the OK button, the cancel and OK buttons to select or get out of there if you want to, which you can also press escape to get out of there to act as a cancel button. But if you want to if you want to get to the OK button, let me show you what I mean. Cancel button, cancel. OK button, confirm selection. You see how close that was, so that's basically where you would go to get there.
2: Departure location, move select. button. click select so the departure. now report.
1: I'm going to use object navigation to get <coughs> to get to all of these particular sorts of navigation uh, navigation um, spots and so on and so forth. So let's
2: do it. Departure location.
1: Departure location.
2: Departure location.
1: Hartsfield-Jackson Atlanta International. And that is, and we're parked at gate A3 medium because I fly this with an Airbus A320 CFM.
2: Select button, click to select the departure airport.
1: And we can just, and that's also to select a new one.
2: Go next. Departure location grouping. Destination grouping.
1: And it's pretty much the same here. Destination.
2: Alice F.D. Or FD or select button, click to select destination air. Go next. Destination group. Flight plan type grouping. Flight plan type.
1: And of course these are radio buttons you can check them if you wanted to We have IFR which is what um which is what I've which is what I have gone for for this flight plan due to the obvious we're flying an airline aircraft. It's not really it's not really decent to fly VFR in an airline aircraft unless of course you're extremely crazy and you know and you believe you can see the horizon out, out the window. Stuff like that. Some pilots do, some pilots don't, but it's crucial that you fly by instruments if you're flying a long distance. So...
2: Routing... And
1: these actually give you descriptions as to the routing. So...
2: Low-altitude airways.
1: Low airways plots the course along low, along the Victor Airways.
2: High altitude, airways,
1: high, altitude airways, jet airways. high altitude
2: airways, jet airways, and so it gives you, that
1: really, that also gives you VFR, uh, VOR stations along the route, uh, you can do that too, I mainly go for high altitude airways when it comes to airline flights, so, cruising, cruising, altitude, grouping. cruising altitude, let's go into the grouping, cruising altitude. And that's the recommended safe route. That's that's the recommended safe altitude. And going from Atlanta to Dallas.
2: And,
1: of course, here's your zoom in, zoom out, all that kind of stuff. So that's the flight plan. That's basically the flight plan screen, and that's how you navigate that. So let's go ahead and get out of there. When we press tab again, we're back at the change vehicle. So let's go ahead and...
2: Check, flight save, flight scenery, flight, save, save,
1: scenery, I don't really mess around with this because, well, the obvious reason. We're blind pilots. We don't really need to mess around with scenery too much. Now, for people that can see, yes, they, they would go in here. So let's navigate this for fun.
2: the
1: Okay, okay, so these actually disable or enable scenery areas in various points of Prepar3D, I believe. I haven't, really, I haven't really messed with this menu too much. I haven't really needed it. So I just leave all this alone. So,
2: check, check box, focus, ch- change, vehicle,
1: change vehicle, we're back there. Check box, check display you always want to be sure that checkbox is checked to display, the start, to display the scenario start. If not, you're just going to automatically load into your aircraft without the scenario
2: menu. So, this menu,
1: you can, like, it, pretty much the same with anything when you're in the menu models, menu, models, menu, models. Content, management. menu models. content you know, whatever that, you can just press NVDA plus numpad 2 traffic, mobile, traffic. to see what sort of add-on that is. And these, you can actually enable or disable add-ons Unfortunately, there is not an add-on, there's not the option, the particular sort of options, or the menus for each add-on in here. Unfortunately, you've got to do that in-flight. And this that's actually where JAWS comes in handy. And so I'll show you that whenever we get into the flight um, part of this tutorial. So, no we've already seen that... Menu models, Mad Dog X, because I have an MB-80. Menu
2: models, aqua field field
1: that's Aquafiel. FS
2: team manager.
1: Team manager. Models, sold. that's sold. SODE. S O D E. Um and that goes with GSX. I do use Ground Services X as well. It's also an awesome program. Traffic global all right, so we're back at Traffic Lo- Tra- Traffic Global AI. That's another thing I use is called Traffic Global. Again, all of these um all of these things are pretty cool. And so um if you if you w- you know if you want to i'd recommend you look those up those are wonderful programs anyways now we've exited out of there anytime and every time we escape out of a menu or press okay change vehicle, we're always back at the change vehicle so that's a good reference point for anybody that loses their way you press escape now if you press escape too many times
2: Sub-menu, dialog, window. Yes, button. No, button.
1: you're at the point in time are you sure you want to exit prepar 3D uh, registered and you just press NVDA plus and then pad 4 to see what's all in that menu when you can't see with a tab key? And because of that, we just press escape. Change vehicle. And we're back at the change vehicle. So if you don't, so don't press escape too many times, otherwise you're going to get into that exit dialogue. So now let's go through the options.
2: options options, options controls. Good deal.
1: So so as you can see. Let's go through that again. Options button
2: focus has various options including graphics, realism, and controls.
1: And that actually gives you a description of what it does, of what sort of things you can change in there. But let's navigate it for the of our need to know.
2: Unknown cursor submenu dialog window general grouping expanded to level one application.
1: You have groupings in this options menu box, in, in this options menu tree view. Very, very easy to get around. Controls grouping expanded to level one. Controls grouping. Calibration level one. Calibration. Access assignments level
2: one one. one. world one. Expanded, graphics
1: so you have graphics in here, you have everything for graphics like for example. Lighting, level one. Weather Lighting. lighting world, world, level world Display, level one. display. Expanded, And that's it. And then in the general you have lightroom realism, lightroom realism. Traffic, level level traffic level sound, level sound Information, level information one. Application level one. Application
2: and, two. Two. Two.
1: and then you go back to the controls.
2: Two. Two. Level one.
1: So in the application, <pause> to to
2: check three three
1: you have these. You, ha- you ha- I'll just read you these. I'll just let NVIDIA
2: read this read this out. General <pause> Check check the naval check checkbox, no, saving, loading, data, so the checkbox, not check checkbox, no, The box The with parties. Combo box, JP, Lapse, format, three Okay,
1: so we have. Hybrid feet system, please,
2: error system, please, button system. <laughs>
1: I usually I usually like to keep it at at, at inches. I don't you really use the metric system too much. Hybrid
2: feet, metric meters, millibars, hybrid feet, millibars, radio button object.
1: Hybrid, and then and then you actually have hybrid units of measure like feet, millibars, so on and so forth.
2: Hybrid feet, millibars, radio button object. Metric meters, millibars, radio button object.
1: Metric, which is meters and millibars, that's used in the full metric system.
2: Latitude moving, radio button check.
1: And these are all latitude related, latitude longitude. Southern radio button object.
2: Longitude moving, western radio button object, eastern radio button object
1: which that could actually be very educational. It'll let you know sort of latitude is north and south, longitude is east and west.
2: General grouping, and application level one.
1: That's the application. Information. Label use from the outside. So to recap, so to basically summarize, each and every option gives you a description of that option. Now, when it comes to the sound, you are gonna to have to use object navigation to get to the volume sliders and so on and so forth. That's gonna be a little bit difficult, but it's it's doable, it's just not easy. So we'll get to that in just a bit in just a bit. So
2: Manufacturer checks check checks check, 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 click to check this play this play this people click check click to select this play this play this like match click to select this like check like 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 go. like 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 yep system purposes check 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 box, check check the system and go on. System
1: check, box check
2: check the I, like I said, I just leave all these alone. So that's
1: basically
2: what we've the basics. captions et
1: Captions,
2: <laughs> etc.
1: These are all ATC ATC options. You can access all of these in the information dialog. I have that unchecked because I use multi crew experiences ATC um, feature, which is wonderful.
2: So and
1: these would be the pilot um, pilot voices, etc. I think the only I think the only reason I would use that. Would be basically um, if I was flying only with FS- with FSX Pilot and so on and so forth. But even then, you do have to have a way to recognize the ATC menu, um, and so and and so you'd have to find a way to do that with JAWS, most likely, if you you're running Windows 7 with NVDA, because NVIDIA's OCR, if you have the OCR add-on with NVIDIA and Windows 7, it doesn't entirely do. It, do, it, doesn't, it doesn't really do anything for you, so General information level one. that's the information, sound, level one. sound. Now this is where we get into the difficult part of the tutorial.
2: Engine's check engine sounds.
1: Now you'll notice is
2: check Environment check Engine's check
1: there is no volume sliders when you press tab and shift tab throughout all of these sound volumes.
2: General
1: so you'd have to use object navigation that tells you that in i have my engine set at
2: 25%
1: and you would also have to focus on the slider if you wanted to 25 it doesn't really tell you too much
2: 30. slider
1: you, you just have to kind of go by trial and error with this sort of thing. But you would basically go down into the slider. Button,
2: button, no next, button, no button, button, button.
1: And those buttons, button, like the button right there, makes the slider go to the left. Button, this button makes it go to the right. No next. And so that's your general way of of understanding that environment, you, you basically do the same thing for each of these sliders. Voice over headset volume is 100, I usually like, to, usually like to keep it there so that I hear ATC loud and clear, regardless of my other volumes. I keep that, un, I keep that unchecked so that way I have continuous sound with Prepar3D, like let's say I'm recording a video of me flying, I wouldn't want my sound cut off uh, cut off you know, just to alt tab to another specific screen or to another program, etc. Windows sound devices. Windows sound devices. Primary playback device. Prima- you know, you basically those are like FSX. You can easily get through
2: those. Combo box, please,
1: Okay, so those are basically the options there. Traffic level one. Realism
2: button selected. Level one. Traffic level one. Toggle button. Traffic. No next. No next.
1: Now this one is a little bit more difficult. You do have to use the mouse and use NVDA's audio tracking with the mouse to kind of do this, because you're not going to find it with object navigation view.
2: Traffic real time light focus selected. Traffic real time light focus selected. Level one. So, you
1: you know, you can't press shift tab and tab when it comes to that. So, you do have to, that is a downside. You do have to use NVDAs. You do have to use the mouse with NVDA if you have a touchpad or if you have a mouse. Realism. Realism. You can set the realism to easy, medium, hard,
2: etc. and
1: These, these all determine realism
2: settings. <laughs> Crashes and cache cache data cache data cache data cache data cache data cache data the data cache the cache data cache data cache data more crashes and data cache data cache data cache data cache data and data cache data cache data cache data more other, checkbox, this, checkbox, more collisions
1: you have various descriptions. Again, all of these options are pretty self-explanatory. And then you're back at your graphics.
2: Save settings.
1: And so I basically have all these graphics set to where it doesn't have a lot of performance issues on the the, on the CPU on on the PC as a whole. So again, all these options are pretty self-explanatory. Um, you can go through those and you can take a look. I think the only thing I really wanted to do was to stress the the sound and the traffic issue the traffic options issue. So let's exit out of that look. Okay, so now let's go ahead and get into the flight part of this tutorial. We're not really going to go anywhere. We're just going to load up the flight. And we're going to get out of the scenario start menu. So the, the scenario start menu. So to do that, check, check we screen go back to the checkbox. That's a good reference point. Show on startup. Okay, button, button, show startup. Start and so basically... Check, box, check, scenario, start up, screen, button, bar, so again, all these options give you descriptions as to what they are.
2: Cancel. Okay, no next. cancel okay, button, confirm selection.
1: And you go to OK. okay with the NVDA object navigation as I've taught you before, numpad 4 numpad 6 with the NVDA key held down. selection. Numpad slash to Okay. Bring the mouse to the particular thing, sort of thing, NVDA plus numpad slash, and then just numpad slash to click on it. window. what's cool about it is that NVDA will actually give you It'll do just like it does in any other progress bar, which is pretty cool. Then you actually get to see the see how far your flight's gone and how much t- time it's going to take to load it up, depending upon how fast the progress bar goes. Okay, so. Now we have our Mooney loaded up and just like FSX you can just cycle through the views with S and Shift S and you can shut off your engine like you would Microsoft Flight Simulator X just Ctrl Shift F1
3: Now
1: we get into the JAWS part of our tutorial. So, let's shut NVDA down. And let's load JAWS for Windows. Okay. So, now that we are in there, the menu item in question we want to get to is the add-ons. And that's, you know, because any and every other sort of thing you can do with Prepar, you can always do on the Scenario Startup window. Now to get to the add-ons, mostly I have th- I've thought that it would be, you know, you just press Alt and then you press left arrow, down arrow, enter to get to, to get to the add-ons and we can press S and Shift S to be sure you don't hear it change views and you know it's in the menus. So now we're going to use
2: JAWS OCR
1: Okay, so good deal We've gotten into the add-ons And so let me slow down JAWS' speech
2: Aquafill
1: options Sound device F S U Y P C F C Y P C add a manager add manager and that's for GSX and for other d- types of add-ons you can purchase out of that.
2: By Settings.
1: And of course there's other Low,
2: types N-A- of things. Dot, dot, dot.
1: Called settings, called live update. Sometimes OCR does kind of get that wrong, but you can depending upon the add-on you use, you'll be able to you'll be able to settle that no problem at all.
2: Setting, manager, IP, 1.6.3 sound device. Options.
1: Options. Options. So you can actually get into AccuFuel options easily with that if you If you do know what you're doing, however, so it is going to be a little experimental. But for JAWS users, you'll be pleased to know OCR does work in the menus. It's a little experimental. You will kind of have to fiddle around with it, but it is doable. So, let's get out of here. Okay, so... go ahead and unload JAWS.
2: jaws and
1: let's go ahead and load nvda Aspar. it does that sometimes um, <laughs> okay so and now that we have done that We can go ahead and well that actually include that actually concludes the tutorial. So let's go ahead and exit out of Prepar. But before we do that, I'm basically going to do that after I stop the recording. But anyway, um, I do appreciate everyone who listens to this tutorial and who you know you know basically who who gets their hands on it and so on and so forth, and who wants to listen to it and decide whether or not Prepar 3D is good for you from a blind pilot's perspective. Now, I do want to make that clear. I am making this tutorial from a blind pilot's perspective for blind pilots. Anybody else that wants to listen that's interested in that's interested in knowing about this sort of thing, I do recommend that you know, I do recommend that you you look into the product, you see if it's right for you. But this video will give any sort of blind pilot a, it will give them sort of an overview of the product of the flight simulator and will sort of let them know, you know, sort of help them decide whether or not it's good for them or it's not. So I do thank you for listening to this and I do hope that it's informative. So until next time.
0: Hello guys. Well, this is a reminder that the marathon stream will hopefully happen the last Saturday in October. So, how can you participate? Before then or during the stream, you can donate at www.streamlabs.com/misonmikearre125. If that does not work, try the http at the beginning of that URL. You can also become a patron at patreon.tffppodcast.com or click on the card that is found in the last two YouTube videos at youtube.com slash m as in Mike, arrie one 5 This is actually going to be a very fun marathon because many people don't realize that I love to play video games and I like to try new things. So. With every $10 that is donated, in total, not by every person, but in total, I will do an arcade ladder from Killer Instinct from Season 2. Now, I could start over from Season 1, but I'll just pick up where I left off at the second story in Season 2, or I might redo number 1. We'll see. It's fun. They are long. There are 8 of them. There are in total, I think, 27 now? So yeah, and then we'll have some fun, probably donation things during the stream as well. Maybe some giveaways, so we'll see what happens. If we don't end up having the stream due to unforeseen circumstances on the last Saturday in October, I will try again when the new year hits. That way we can give everyone a chance to recover from the holidays. Thank you for listening to TFFP. If you would like to find out more info about the podcast, you can visit www.tffppodcast.com. That's T-F-F-P-P-O-D-C-A-S-T dot You can also follow our Twitter account, TFFP Podcast. That's T-F-F-P-Podcast. Or our Facebook page, TFFpPODCAST. If you would like to leave a comment on any of the posts, you can feel free to do so by filling out the form at the bottom of every blog post. Thank you very much and have a wonderful day.